Hello. You're live. All right, man. All right, welcome to the K&I Podcast. My name is Kwaku. I'm Ivanson. All right, and today we're going to be talking about XXX Tentacion's new album, Question Mark. All right. So, what did you think about the album? <clears throat> um, it was it was all right, in my opinion. I feel like you do better. Okay. What songs did you like? Uh, my favorites personally was Sad Four Five Five Five, uh, Love Yourself, Infinity with Joey Badass, and Dollar Signs with Maddox. What about you? Um. Hmm. Four five five five, numb, infinity going down. I don't even speak Spanish. Um, and the last one before I close my eyes. Hmm. You didn't like yo. You didn't like me. You didn't like Moonlight. It was. I don't know, bro. It wasn't. I just snipped it. It just. I don't know, bro. Not for me. Yo, you said it wasn't. You said you said the song with Maddox Dollar Sign. I'm telling you, Moonlight's going to grow on you. Yeah, probably. So, what was your favorite song out of all the ones that you you, talk, you just named? Uh, It's really between 4555 and Infinity. Mm. Yeah, you're such an old school X fan, bro. Yo. I don't even know half of it. No, I'm not going to lie, though. 4555, that's, that song is hard. That's a banger. Yeah, that sound is just... Crazy, all that distortion. Yeah, that's old. That's fire too, though. Hmm? Infinity was fire too, though. Infinity, yeah, I think Infinity is the best. Like my favorite is four five five five, but my favorite, like the song, I think is the best is Infinity. Yeah, definitely. The way the way Joey and X was rapping. Yeah, they mesh together. They blend well. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that tape. Yeah, that shit has to be fine. What did you think about the other features? Uh, PNB Rock. Oh no, bro. Bro, all right, all right. Let me get this out the way. First of all, like when it comes to PNB Rock, I always thought PNB Rock was talented. He can rap. I don't think he can sing. Like he, all right, bro. nah. Let me let me correct that. He he can sing, but he can't. He's not a vocalist, and he tries to sing, and I hate it so much. And his mm-hmm. voice, and when he does that auto tune thing. I didn't have a problem with him on the song Changes. Like, they did okay on that song. Him and X, they didn't do, like, they meshed well. But Smash, when he was on Smash and he was doing that that hook, oh, my gosh, bro. Damn. I was just sitting there like, yo, what is this? I could not believe what I was listening to. Personally, but, I'm not a fan of him at all. I mean, I like, I like P&B Rock, like, I like like I like what he stands for and stuff, but I don't like some of the things he does and his music. Just... He, he jumped low B, bro. It's slow for that. <laughs> Protect baseball guy at all times. Hey yo, what did you think about um what's his name's feature Maddox? Maddox, I fuck with it. Like at first I didn't like like it at all, but it grew on me. So it'll probably be the same for fucking uh the first song you mentioned. What did you think about um the features on I don't even like uh, Spanish, Rio Santana and Carlos Andres? It shows how versatile he is. You feel me? Yeah, I feel like, but I, all right, I like I do like the song. Like, it's one of my favorite songs, like I just said. But I don't like how I like I feel like X was the feature on the song, 
Like X didn't like they don't. It feels like they wrote the song and like X did like eight lines. He didn't really like he was. He felt like the feature. He wasn't. He didn't feel like he was featuring them. I definitely could see that. But I could I could see that song playing on the radio definitely. You think that's what he was going for? Honestly, I think X knows that at some point his songs are going to make the radio. I don't think he worries about making the radio. I think, I think he knows his <laughs> distortion isn't going to make the radio too much. Like I don't think they're going to be playing four five 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 on any radio station, but he knows that certain songs he makes are going to make the radio. Mm. Um, what about um, what about the production? What do you think about it? Yo, the the way it was set up, I think like there's no particular sound with the album, but you can tell like actual work was put in with this album. Yeah, yeah, I think like. That's one of my biggest problems with Seventeen. I I didn't like I like certain songs from Seventeen, but I felt like with Seventeen, it sounded like X. He had a bunch of sounds, but they all were like around the same thing. Like he used a bunch of acoustic guitars and stuff, but they all seemed like they were the same strings. It didn't seem like he was switching up any of the like strings he played with and stuff like that. It was like all one sound, so it just sounded like all one all one album of the same sound with different lyrics sometimes, sure. except for the occasional few songs on the album. But this album. Yeah, I think he I think he did a good job mixing the sounds. The only thing is like I think every song, like the way that it transitions into every song, I think is like really good. But at the same time, I could say like I could see why some like certain people I've seen in the comments like on YouTube and stuff that they've said that the song the album just doesn't sound it doesn't sound like it's not cool. Like the sound is not cohesive because it doesn't sound like none of the songs really some songs don't sound anything alike. And I can see what people mean by that. Yeah, like what I said, all over the place type shit. Yeah, because I feel like some of these were. I know Alone Part Three was a seventeen throwaway because Alone Part Three was supposed to have been come out, but he always I don't know why he didn't drop it. But I know if, like for Alone Part Three, the first half, no, not the first, first quarter of the album, Alone Part Three, Moonlight, Sad, Remedy for a Broken Heart. Right before you get to Floor Five Five Five, that whole sound is just is just a bunch of strings and guitars and. The lyrics are pretty much the same. It's a bunch of the same chords. And then once he gets past that, you have Floor 555, which sounds like old SoundCloud X. Then you have Numb, which still sounds like old SoundCloud X. Then you have Infinity with Joey. And that sound has the Boom Bap Pro Era type sound. Then you go to Going Down, which sounds more like the new X, like the one that would work with like Rich Chicken and stuff. And it's like, I could see what people are saying because it's like all these sounds sound so much different. And then he brings it back when he goes to the next song. When uh, Pain, Best Friend, that's actually, I think that's the worst song on the album. Really? Right now. Pain, all right, the reason I think Pain, Best Friend is the worst song on the album is because, bro, like, the song starts off, like, it sounds like the beginning of, like, uh, the album, like, really, like, mellow, calm, and sad, and then... The transition. There was... The transition, and it's like... There know, was no transition. Yeah, that's the point, yeah. Like, the X, like, the one thing I'll say is, like, when he goes into that little scream mode, like, yeah, you know, like... It's about to happen because the drums will pick up yeah. or something like that. But it's like with this one, he just started screaming out of nowhere, and there was no transition. The beat didn't change, and it didn't really fit the beat. Like if he if the beat had like rapid, because it was um who did the who did the instrumentation? Um, Travis Barker. You you know Blink One Eighty Two? Uh huh. Yeah, Blink One Eighty Two. Travis Barker was the one that um did the the drums, and then he did the chords. Um, I said chords, strings for it. But it's like the the instrumentation was fine, but it was like the way X transitioned on it. It was like 
it felt I kind of out of place. And then the song itself, you know, was like it was only like a minute. It was so short, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. Those are very short though. There, there are. There, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's another thing. There's a lot of short songs. I mean, that's not a problem because that's the thing about X. When X has a short song and it hits the mark, mm-hmm. it really does hit the mark. Like the mm-hmm. song with Joey. It didn't need anything else. Like, it was perfect. It was nice and short, and it just worked. But, like, with some of his other songs, it'll be like, yo, I don't know. It, 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 like, the shortness is not a good thing, because, like, I know I know you felt this before when you, I don't know if it was this album, but a lot of X songs, you'll get into them, and then they'll just end. Definitely. I, I, it wasn't really this album, particularly. It was probably, like, SoundCloud X. Yeah. Like, a few songs on here, I, I, like, the outro, I think it was good because the outro was short, but at the same time, like, the way the outro was written, it was, like, it just ended. Like, it didn't, like, really have any ending to it. And I, like, I like the outro, though. Yeah, the outro, too. I think, was one of the best songs. But it was, like, I think he could work on that. I don't know. I think that's his scheme, though. I know. more. That's what, but that's the thing. Like, even, even, yeah, that's what he said in the intro. Like, um, to say, to say less, to say more with less. And I think that was interesting because it was like, okay, like, I think X knows what people say about him on comments, on social media, music reviews, like that he, people don't, like, he can't write songs and stuff. And like, I don't even think that's true because I think he can write songs. I think he doesn't want to. Like, I think X is honestly somebody that sits down and listens to the instrumentation and just writes, whatever comes to his head. I don't think he worries about writing, like, certain songs, like, whatever he feels, he writes it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's a good thing. Because even he said it on a song. He said, um, the song with Joey, when he said, um, I write the pain. That's why the, um, these, uh, the kids fuck with me, basically. Like, I, I understand what he means because it's like a lot of kids fuck with him. But it's at the same time, X got to understand, like, his fan base is teenagers. Once he gets older, they're going to get older. And some of them might start branching out looking for more music. And I feel like he can get better because he has so much talent. So he mm-hmm. needs to work on his songwriting. Because the he doesn't... But at the same time, I could see, like, that's what makes X unique. Because he can really be the next music innovator. Like, he can be, like, Lil Wayne and Kanye in them. And not in terms of, like, maybe, like, their style of rap or in terms of Kanye's style of production. But just because he can go completely against the grain. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to write songs like other people. He doesn't have to have bars like other people. He can do what he does, and it'll work out perfectly fine. I feel completely the same. Like it doesn't feel like a gimmick. Like, like I don't think, I think it'll work for him because what he writes is like all. It's always true to himself. It's not ever like something like that you don't expect from him. And at the same time, he he every album he is starting to give more and more. But I don't. I'm not sure. Like it can either make him like very unique or it could be detrimental to him. I guess it'll only tell with time. But I do think he should. Even if he doesn't learn how to like really like go hook verse verse hook hook verse hook, he I think he needs to start to just do more because it's not like he can't do it. Like the melodies on the album are amazing. X always is able to find a pocket when it comes to songs and just completely just ride that pocket. Like sad that hook, the way he rides that melody on that beat is just amazing. With every kick and then the way that the that is a that hook is beautiful. But then there's other songs where he'll. He can, I know he can do more, but he just won't. It's like, I don't know why, what pushes him back from really going to that next level in his songwriting. I think he, it's not even like something pushing him back. I think he doesn't really care for it. 
No, no, I think no. X loves this music shit. Exactly, he does love it, but I don't think he wants to fit everyone else's standards. That could be. You know, X is very much like introverted. Him against society. I mean, not as much as he was a couple months ago, but at the same time, I don't think he really cares for what anybody else says about his music. He's gonna say that it's true to himself, and that's all he's worried about. As he should. I think that's what he needs to pay attention to, because it's like you can be this great guy, like. He doesn't have to, all right, Little Wayne introduced the mumble rap, pop rap wave, and now you see that, that's that's never went away, it's still here. Kanye with the 808s and Heartbreaks, that kind of instrumentation. Even some of that is on this album with the chords and stuff like that, really mellow production. Like, and then, but it's like, X, like those are things that are within the sound. That's not things within the songwriting. So we'll, only time will tell if the songwriting itself will become like a wave, because it could happen, like it really could become a trend to write songs like you already see it happen on soundcloud to write songs which is a verse verse hook or something really repetitive or is or like melodic rap like x has found that and really pushed it to mainstream yeah but the thing is will that really last and i think x is one of the few people that can make it last i think he can be that innovator just because unlike all the other people that have what what they call weak songwriting he's so talented and versatile that even if his songwriting structure isn't as strong as the next person's the things that he can do within his like vocal inflections and the way that he he sings and stuff, and even like the way that he writes. Sometimes what he writes is really good, and when it is like Moonlight, like the way he wrote Moonlight was beautiful. When it's really good, it sticks, and that's what I think is like what really will help him become that next person in music, even if he isn't like what they think is the traditional like music writer. He could, I think, he could still do it really well. Um, <laughs> yo, you just went silent. I'm like, yo, where do you go? Cause like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I definitely like understand where you come from. I'm saying like he can stay in the game longer. Honestly, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. To be real with you, if he, it's crazy like, though because think about it. All these fans he has, and it's like, even with like the negative reviews he gets, and people just saying he's a gimmick and all this stuff, he's still here. Yeah. But it's like only time will tell if that'll really last because like we never know. Like we gotta see what he'll do. If he continues to like drop work and then like go completely like MIA, well not really MIA, but like not drop shit for a while, I feel like people will still like stick around. But that's yeah, that's another thing. Like even the way the album was marketed, the way that he said basically, you know, the whole Drake thing and the Migos beef and all that stuff. And how he went to the completely, he just disappeared and then he came back with all the helping hand challenge and the positivity thing. And it's just crazy because this man literally, you remember, he he can just sit there and not post on social media for like two or three months, drop a snippet. It'll have like 750,000 likes. And then just go away again. Yeah. And then delete it. Come back with a picture, a thousand, like 300, no, not a thousand, excuse me, a million, 300, like, like. It's crazy how strong his fan base is. Cult and I don't following. Even think, exactly. I'm, but at this point, I don't even think it's a cult following. I think people are actually genuinely, like, there's people that really, like, not even that are fans, but do respect X as a person. Yo, you saw, did you see that Weekend co-sign? The, yeah. Yeah, that, I, was, I was really happy to see that. But, yeah. They were supposed to work before. But, like, yeah, I remember. Is Drake beef. Yeah. Niggas ain't fuck with him. Anybody you wish you had heard on this album? Uh, a lot of people. Well, like I say, around like 
Yeah, three people. I say Ski, Trippy Red, and Shiloh Dynasty. Bro, Trippy Red would have been perfect on going down. Honestly, bro, like on going down Trippy Red though, the way he sings on hooks, it would have been perfect. Shiloh, Shiloh, I wish he did use Shiloh because Shiloh low key made all of the seventeen albums. If it wasn't for Silo, that album would have been so bland. It would have been. It worked. Yeah. I wish Silo was like on Before I Close My Eyes or something like that. Nah. That mellow singing, it would have sounded perfect, but I don't know. No, I actually think I wanted to hear. I want to hear an X collab. I think what, like, I like for me personally, I don't even want to, like, artist wise, it doesn't matter who he he works with to me. I want to hear X. Well, I actually do want to hear X Kodak's song, a new one, because I think I think they need to make one. Yeah, but Kodak in some trouble right now. Uh, no, oh man, <laughs> but they have to make another song because Rolling Peace was just fire. It's crazy, but I actually want to hear X work with different producers. Like, because if you notice, he always works with the same people, and it's not like it's a bad thing. Like it works definitely, but like. If X really started to work with other producers, like, like he don't even have to work with anybody crazy like Mad Lib or Knowledge. He could just work with somebody like hmm, Ninth Wonder. You know Ninth Wonder? Yeah. Yeah, if he worked with, like, Ninth Wonder, the, yo, you know what? X with Steve Lacey. That'd be tough. That was, if, if X could go, like, imagine if Steve Lacey produced the lyrics for Sad. That would have been amazing. I think he really. I think he would have done a great job with him. I don't know though. Maybe he doesn't like networking. No, actually, it could be bridges. Yeah, I think X burned a lot of bridges when yeah. he came in. That's like that's the dangerous thing about it, because with all the stuff that the way that he was being portrayed and the way he used to act. I mean, he's changing. He now. was. He was very young, bro. He was like eighteen coming into the game. 18, yeah, 19. no. Yeah. Like he's learned a lot in the past year, but a lot of these people probably see him as a kid still, and they're like, "Yeah, no." But I think with more time, give it like two or two or three years, it'll be, it'll be fine. Hopefully, he stays in the game that long. You don't think he will? I want him to, but I feel like something could happen. Like what? Him getting locked up or something? That hopefully he stays out of trouble, or like him bringing another bridge, like who's really significant to the game, like Drake. Drake's a big name in the game. You can yeah, about the industry type shit. Yeah, I think yeah, that's true. But I think real people that like really are industry first. I think that they don't really care about those bridges. Like, all right, say for example, we know like Forty is Drake's executive producer, so he'll never work with X, and he probably hates X. Mm-hmm. But like real people that work in the game, I think they'll know that like like they should work with him because he's talented. But at the same time. I don't know if X has changed, but he's the reason him and Trippy aren't even friends anymore. Because he got mad at Trippy for doing, you know, songs with Drake. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yo, that like you can't get mad at somebody. You gotta understand, like, yeah, you guys are friends, but this is an industry and this is a business. And if Drake wants to work with Trippy Red, what is what's wrong with Trippy Red saying yes just because he wants to make songs with Drake, especially if he's a fan of Drake's music? Yeah, Drake be causing beef without even doing nothing, bro. That's true. Him and Migos. X and Migos is the reason. Mm, yeah. That's tough. But I got to go back to that song. 
I gotta go back to Infinity. I'm telling you, that Joey collab tape, him and X. I don't know, bro. That that tape sounds like it's gonna be different. It has. To be. I haven't heard from Joey in a while, too. You know, because what I what I think I like about Joey and X pairing up is because Joey's like like cause Ski because a lot of people are saying like Ski is Joe. Basically, Joey's uh, the new Ski for X, but I don't see it like that. Nah. I think Joey's more like a big brother. Because if you think about it, Joey's, Joey's actually really old now. What is he, 23, 24? He is, yeah. He's yeah, been, like, like, he yeah, been around. He knows he knows things, and he's teaching X things. Like, you could tell, like, I think, because you know Joey makes him. Right, I'm going to just say this now. Joey's music. Had his shoulders above exit. I don't care. Nobody says. You got but, it. The real know that, but I know this. You know them X riders, but they just yeah. be like, how dare you say that? And it's like, oh, God. But Joey's music, Joey is such a great artist. Like, I think he doesn't get enough credit for his last album because of how different it sounded. But he still showed that he still can rap. Like, he can rap with the best of them. That's no doubt. And I think what's important about this project with X, I think he's really going to show X, like, the different ways to make music. Because even with the King's Dead remix, like, he's the one that did the hook. I think he'll know, like, that X doesn't write, like, like the right hooks and stuff. And he'll write them. And he'll help him write like stronger songs on the tape. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of songs with no hooks. Or, I don't, and plus, I think the fact that X can do those different styles of rap will fit him well to the point where he won't sound out of place. Just like on Infinity, he sounded perfect. Like he, he was in, like he was right in that pocket, and he didn't have to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think it flows so great. Yeah, even though their style, yeah, even though their styles are different, and yeah, X does the whole A flow and yeah, yeah, and all that, but. His voice is just sounds like his voice sounds good on almost any instrumentation. Yeah, because he look he could sing too. Yeah. Yeah, I like how they sang at the end of the song. I don't know though, because I liked how they sang at the end of the song, but it was so different from the beginning of the song and a lot more um pressing's not the right word, I don't I don't know. And mellow's not the right word either. That, the hook, the the outro to that song is just so. I don't know. It's not like, cause it was just them singing about not feeling pain, and I'm just like, how y'all go from talking about the cities y'all rep to that? It, it was weird, but but it was like it's whatever. But I did like the song, and I did like the King's Dead remix. Same. That King's Dead remix. <laughs> said, Shout out to Dante. <laughs> I was I was happy to hear that, but I can't wait to hear the tape. I heard it's supposed to drop this year, but uh, I don't know. Oh no, probably like later on. Cause then you just drop now. Mm. Who knows? We might never get it. You're gonna you're gonna get it. So yeah, Joey's gonna keep Joey him on track. Like Joey's gonna keep him on track. Joey don't miss deadlines. Heard if it. Joey promised something's gonna come out, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come out. Only time he missed that deadline was with um. His album, and that was because Schoolboy told him to release um, uh, Abba after Damn because he didn't want Kendrick to outsell him. I mean, that was a outsold. good move. Yeah, that was a good move. You know, he outsold him anyway, but um, I guess he just didn't want. I guess he didn't want his album to go completely unnoticed, so he told him to move it. So, what do you think is the next step? What's X got to do now? I, I would say. Probably like get better features. Not saying the features on the tape was like bad, 
Mm-hmm. It's like experiment with more features. Mm-hmm. What you think? Yeah, I mean, cause it's like it's like I don't, I want to say that too, cause I don't I don't really like the features outside of Joey Badass, yeah. and Travis Barker, and the the people on I don't even speak Spanish. I didn't like the features. I did not like PNB Rock. Maddox, it's not that I didn't like Maddox. Because it's like, all right, Maddox part was fine, but it was like his voice. I think that's what it was. Like for the beat, his voice sounded fine, but I didn't like how he tried to do the old ooh and it, it sounded like Lil Uzi's. It was yeah, like like I didn't have a part with the I didn't have a problem with the part that he like rapped, but I didn't like that whole thing that he was doing. It was just like because he didn't feel out of place. He felt perfect on the song, but I didn't like the fact that he was like, ooh, and all that. And it was just like, yeah. I don't know. And PNB Rock. What do you think? I don't want want people to think I hate PNB Rock. Like, I really don't. It's just, he didn't sound bad on Changes. Like, Changes, he did not sound bad. I did like how they, oh, another shout out. Though the engine, the audio engineers, the people that mixed and mastered this album did a great job. Yeah, definitely, really good job. Because like that was a problem with Seventeen. I know, I know the people that I know, I know the people that first listened to Seventeen the day it dropped realized that it was mixed and mastered terribly. Like I don't know who engineered it. I think X tried to do it himself. I think because I remember I used to see videos of him trying to do it, and I, I'm glad he didn't do it this time around. Because Seventeen sounded all out of the place sometimes. Like, the way it was mixed and his vocals, like, especially, like, no. You can't fall for trying, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's young, and he's probably, like, he'll learn. He just needs a, a little more time. Especially for somebody like him, it's not easy to um, mix and master for him because of the way he uses his voice and stuff and all the different instrumentations he goes on. It just gets kind of, like, blurry. But, because, mm. like, I like Jocelyn Flores, it was it was mixed and mastered beautifully. But then, <laughs> but then depression obsession. Remember with the guitar strings, and then he he was singing, and then it was like the strings were like hitting against like his voice, but it wasn't hitting right in the headphones. I know in my headphones it was not hitting right because they put the guitar on one side and then they put his voice in the other. But his voice was really loud and it wasn't going against the instruments well. And I'm just like I was just sitting I there. Like, yeah, it was really annoying. I was like, what the heck. But whoever did this one did a great job with that um, and the mixing and mastering. The only song I do think was mixed and mastered a little weird was four five five five. But I can't say that that was their fault because like that that, that bass and that whole song was just insane. Yeah, I think that's what he was going for that yeah. disordered grungy sound. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, I love that shit though. Not even holy. But I did like I did like the way they mixed and mastered um. Like even for PNB Rock, even though I didn't like his parts, so they were they were mixed really well with X's when they did the hooks together. It, it sounded really good. Yo, one gripe I've been seeing on YouTube, and I do agree with, he got to get rid of that the the first song every time, the whole introduction, the instructions thing. That's got to go, bro. I love X to death, but bro, he can't be. That's probably his thing, bro. That's probably bro, his... bro. He can't, he can't sit there and be like, I'm now entering you into my mind. Enjoy, or or if you are not open minded, please do not listen. This is only for us, the open minded. It's like, bro, like you got. <laughs> it do make you sound head ass. Not even gonna hold you. Yo, he sounds like so stuck up his ass. Like I'm just like, all right, bro, I get it, but like, 
Like people, I think everyone that knows X knows X is an intellectual. Like, he's a smart kid. He doesn't Very need smart. to put that in the first track. Like, like we don't see like other artists doing that. Like, it's not necessary. Like, they're X gonna be able to tell. Different, me. maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what song I love? The way it was mixed, Moonlight. <laughs> the way that the hook, the way he wrote the hook, and then the hook jumped from each headphone or each speaker. Because when I played it, in, uh, I played it on Mike's, um, Mike's car too. The way it jumps off each speaker, it sounds so perfect. And then the background vocals for the melody, and the way it just. Oh my God. Mm. Yo, shout out to whoever mixed this album because they did a great job. I'd hire them. Definitely. No, nah, but Moonlight, I don't know. Bro, it's going to grow on you, I'm telling Yeah, you. I can see it. When I first heard the snippet, I was like, okay. Then I was like, eh. The only song, I, other song that I wasn't sure if it was mixed and matched to that well was Schizophrenia. Bro. I, that, that's my least favorite on the on the whole shit. Bro, but that, that song actually, all right. I think I know what X did. You remember when I said X doesn't really write songs like how he should, but then he... Sometimes we'll, like, write songs, like, how a song should be written, and then he'll put, like, a message for it. Uh-huh. I think that's what he tried to do with Schizophrenia. Because if you think about it, you're schizophrenic. You do hear voices in your head. You're, you're paranoid. You get frantic and all that stuff. And I think the lyrics fit it perfectly. Like, even from him in the beginning when he was whispering about the voices in your head, how they drive you mad, and then he just starts rapping about how, you know, like, basically there's another side of him and, like, People won't understand it, and um, something about fighting, and then I didn't like, but I didn't like how he screamed. <laughs> the screaming at the end was like I know X, I know X wants to like I know he can't help but be himself, but the whole screaming don't give up at the end because I liked how he was rapping against the baseline, but it was like bro, why are you screaming? Like he just started yelling so loud and he just felt all out of place. And but the song itself, I think it was perfect for some. I wouldn't say it was like, because that's, I think, you know, like with 17, people said that if you're, if you suffer from depression, you won't like this album unless you're a slit your wrist, uh, I praise XXX for me. That's what a lot of people would put in the comments on blogs and stuff. And I think like that's what he was doing with here, just making a song for people like that deal with schizophrenia. But I think this was better because like with depression obsession, that was half of the song. Like there was no message. Like if you're depressed, I don't think you hearing somebody sing Depression Obsession against three different um, guitar chords is uh, guitar strings is going to like help you like I don't even think it'll help you soak in your depression because all yeah, these things uh, but like with schizophrenia it was actually like written like someone that's mad and I think I think he did a good job with that. I I don't personally it's not one of my favorites but I can understand the meaning behind it and why it's there. Yeah, me too. But now I gotta get to the. I think this one. That, I don't care. Nobody says this one. Actually, the best song. Which one? The ending. The ending. The ending is perfect. It's perfect. Because I'll be telling you, bro. X is at his best when he's hardcore, boom bap. He's screaming his ass off, or he's doing that mellow ride the beat. Have my vocals in the background singing. Because before I close my eyes, it's such a great song. It sounds like a lullaby. That's exactly what it sounds like. Like some Vice City type shit. Yeah, like Vice City. Yeah, it sounds like something I can play and just fall asleep to. Like, and I think that's such a great thing for him because of the fact that, like, it's not because I think the thing with X when I when I my whole thing with his songwriting, I think when 
like I understand the less is more thing, but for this song it worked because okay, you have a simple you have a simple like oh it's not a hook. This you have a simple refrain and then you have a verse. Then you just the refrain again and then your vocals slide out of the instrumentation and the album ends. But it was so perfect because it was at the end. It was what, like a minute and thirty seconds, just singing, nice and calm. And it just felt so like it just felt so in place, and it wasn't like, and I think like sometimes when X writes songs, he writes them, but then it's like he'll write them and then like certain bars won't fit in like with hope like what I said with the whole some bars were about the shooting and some weren't, and like I think the problem is like sometimes he'll write songs, and then he'll put like little like filler filler lines basically filler lines of like something about like him fucking on a bitch or something. When it doesn't stick to the narrative, yeah. But before, yeah, but before my, yeah, but before I close my eyes, he stuck to it. Just him talking about, just you know, finding peace before he goes to sleep and eventually passes away. Like, and he never stuck away from that, even in the verse. Like, just talking about time changing and how he doesn't want things to uh, be any different, but he knows they're going to be. Like, it was so perfect because I was so happy to hear him stick to what he was writing about. And I think that's, I think. Because I think if X doesn't take that next step as a songwriter, it's fine. Because like I said, I think he can be an innovator in music. Like people will just people will gravitate towards that, and he'll become like someone that'll be known as like a martyr. Because he's gonna, regardless, he's gonna get a lot of hate for it. But if he does it first, and other people start writing their songs like that, it'll eventually become less hated and become more mainstream and understood. Yeah, appreciate yeah. type shit. And I think that if he's the first one to do it, and whether or not like people come at him for it, he's still it's still working for him. But I think if he can yeah. learn to stick to what he's writing about, it won't matter if he makes songs like that because the songs will always have a strong message and it's cohesive and it doesn't like there's no point where it gets like kind of wishy washy. It's always like he'll stick to what he's writing about. I think that's what he that's all that's the only thing I think he needs to work on. If he can mm. do that with his songs. Cause he has he has everything he can he can do the all the, all the styles of rap he can he can do the sing a little scene. bit yeah he can he can like cause for X like what I said with P and B rock with the whole he can sing but he's not a vocalist X is actually a vocalist like he can actually change his pitches I mean he's not like he's not like Adele or nothing like I'm not saying he yeah, can come out no. here and just sing to the highest notes but he has different notes that he can hit and when he hits them he hits them perfectly. And I think that's what helps him. Like, he has all the sounds. All X has to do is worry about making a project that is, like, completely cohesive in the sound. Because, honestly, this project, it's not that the sounds are, like, the sounds are all over the place. But the transitions for each song made it seem like, to some people, like, it's stuck together. To me, it does stick. Even though it's, like, because I think that's why he probably named it, question mark. Because the album is, like, it's, it's like a, all yeah, over it's the place, like right? a big crew. Like, good insight, like, I don't think, I don't think he actually had the title. Like, it was just kind of like, yeah, this is it. Shout out to whoever made that cover art, though. I do like it. Like, that shit is fire. But I think, I think, like, that's what I think. That's really it. Like, as long as he works on that, he should be fine. Nothing else. I don't think he has to worry about anything else. No, only time will tell. That is true. But hey, you'll worry about that next time. You're getting an album in a few months anyway. Damn, a few months. I don't know. You, yeah, never mind. Joey's on it, so yeah. Hope he doesn't bring that bridge. True. Well, I think that about wraps it up. All right. All right. This is 
Koiku, yo, are we putting out our social medias or are we just going to like... I don't even know, right. bro. This is K9 Podcast. I'm Kwaku, you already know that. My social media is K underscore underscore almighty. Follow me if you want. I don't post anything, so it's all good. And I got my guest, Wavy underscore Ivy. Is it two underscore? Where, where, where? Is it one underscore? Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> Wavy underscore Ivy. All right. If you want to contact us or follow us, yo, you can actually DM me about anything like when it comes to the podcast because I have to get ideas for other episodes. And um, yeah, that's about it. All right, Kane, I sign out. Peace.